I'm back. Yeah, I didn't forget about you guys for a second week in a row. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Bucket Hats and Toe Taps. We are going into week four of the Monmouth County Flag Football League. I'm going to go over the matchups that we missed from two weeks ago, the matchups from last week, and then we're going to go into the matchups that are coming this week along with the standings. So we're going to start out with the North Division, and we're going to go back to Halloween where we had Pass and TDs versus 732. Pass and TDs came out on top of that one, 34-12. No surprise there, Pass, Pass and TDs seems to be one of the powerhouses of this division right now. Then you had the uh, Moneymakers versus Pray for Snow, they ended up winning 61-20. to Moneymakers ended up taking that one. That one was a blowout if I've ever seen one. Uh, Moneymakers are a really good team. Pray for Snow. I think we're missing their starting quarterback that week. So now that he's back, we'll see. Oh, no. I think he might have been there. I don't remember. But, yeah, they had a really rough time playing against Moneymakers. So that was not a fun time for them. And then you had Miami Sharks versus Plan B. Plan B ended up taking that one 39-19. Seems like Plan B are really... Um, winning a lot this year and by a lot so it seems like uh their new team that they put together is uh performing pretty well and then the next matchups you had for the up and coming week this seventh were the money makers versus pass and tds i thought this was going to be a close one that might end up going to pass and tds but money makers ended up taking this one 40 to 33 very well fought game very well put together game um I think Moneymakers ended up winning in like the final few minutes. It was a really, really, really well-played game by both teams. And um, it was really nice to see the Moneymakers come out on top, seeing as uh, maybe we have a top three teams in Plan B, passing TDs, and Moneymakers right now. But um, we'll see, you know, how the other teams end up performing for the rest of the year. And uh, the matchups for the up-and-coming week are pretty big, so we'll see how they end up playing out. And then moving on to the South Division on the 31st, again, for Halloween, you had Pass and TDs versus 732. That was a crossover game. 732 is currently in the Silver Division. And you had Moneymakers versus Pray for Snow, which I'm guessing was a crossover game because Pray for Snow is also in the Silver Division. So we went over the mat or, uh, those two matchups. And then you had Royalty versus Dr. D. Dr. D ended up beating out Royalty 25-18. to 18. Not going to surprise. I was or I'm not going to say I wasn't surprised by that. Dr. D ended up... Um, playing a very well-fought game in Royalty, uh, just didn't play their best. I think that Dr. D ended up showing that they are a team to um, make a name for themselves in the South Division, so watch out for Dr. D. And then you had the Monsters versus Pylon Pythons. Pylon Pythons ended up coming out on top of that one, 48-34. I said that the Pylon Pythons might lose this one. They gave me big shit because they ended up winning this one, so good job to you guys. Pylon Pythons are showing that they can perform in the Silver Division. Um, they have been playing really well in the Silver Division, so look out for them. And then the last game was the Miami Sharks versus Plan B, but we went over that already. Miami Sharks ended up losing that one. And then moving on to the seventh, you had the Miami Sharks versus Royalty. Miami Sharks ended up winning this one 54-41. I don't know if Royalty's having a rough time or what's going on with them, but normally Royalty's a little bit of a better team, and I'm surprised that they ended up losing to Miami Sharks, but Miami Sharks are showing that they are able to put up points on the board and they are able to win games. So uh, hopefully Miami Sharks can turn around. And we'll see how they end up doing. Then you had Dr. D versus Monsters. Dr. D again ended up coming out on top of this one. I, When I tell you I'm surprised by Dr. D, they're playing a lot better than I thought they would be this year. Um, they're taking out teams that I thought they would end up losing to. So Dr. D, instead of being like a lower tier, middle tier team, they're more of like an upper tier in this uh, silver division. So we'll see how Dr. D ends up doing. And then you had Pylon Pythons versus Pray for Snow. Pylon Pythons ended up coming out on top of that one, 48 to 27. Like I said, Pylon's making a name for themselves in this South Division. 48-27 over a team that's not too bad. 
They have a pretty good quarterback and a pretty good offense. So the fact that they were able to hold out and play pretty well and end up winning by 21, that that's huge for them. So Pylon Pythons might be, it might be them and uh, passing, or uh, them and passing TDs. Passing TDs isn't gold. Um, that, I, I don't even know who the second best team would be. I guess my, Dr. D? Yeah, Pylon Pythons and Dr. D, I guess, are competing for first and second right now. But we'll see how they end up playing if they um, play together, or if they end up playing each other. They, I don't think, have a matchup next week. I think they have the matchup the following week. So we'll see how that ends up playing out. And then moving on to the East Division. Like I said, going back to Halloween again, you had the Spartans versus the Phantoms. Phantoms ended up coming out on top of that one, 34-19. Uh, Plan Phantoms, the new put-together team with uh, Phantoms and a whole bunch of people from Plan B. Uh, or a whole bunch of people. There's two people from Plan B that they added, and then they brought back Steve, who ended up moving, and he's still playing for them, so, you know, Plant Phantoms ended up showing that they are a team to be fucked with as of right now, and then you had Show Us Your TDs versus Renegades, Show Us Your TDs ended up coming out on the top of that one, 34-21, uh, very well play played game between both teams, um, Show Us Your TDs just had a better game, uh, then you had the Spartans versus the Renegades, Spartans ended up coming out on top of that one, 25-20, uh, Spartans ended up needing that one after ended up taking the loss against the Phantoms. They really needed that dub. Uh, Joe had a really, really good game, even though his arm was a little busted halfway through the game. So it was nice to see him perform well. And then you had the Black Panthers versus Revenge Tour. Revenge Tour ended up coming out on top of that one, 27-7. It seems that the Black Panthers might be struggling a little bit this season, uh, seeing as their only win is over the Grape Apes as of right now, and losing to a team that... I'm not going to say they're bad, but isn't the greatest as of right now. It doesn't show well for your, uh, for how you played. And then you have Revenge Tour, or the following week on the 7th, you had Revenge Tour versus the Phantoms. Phantoms, again, ended up putting up a scoring frenzy, and they ended up winning 53-20. to um, Like I said, Revenge Tour, not the greatest team, but they're not the worst team. So the fact that they were able to win by 33 kind of makes a statement for them. And then you had Going Deep for Show Us Your TDs. Uh, show Us Your TDs had a really... Uh, don't even, I don't even want to relive this game. There were, there were some bad calls. I'm not going to talk about it, though. It happens. We, we live with it. Whatever. But my thing is, and I'm going to touch on this real quick. I don't mind. I, 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 I try to ref. Gary, Gary has me ref when he can. But I, I yell at people a lot. So, you know, it happens. But the refs I see and the refs I like, they're the refs that understand the basic rules. The refs I tend to yell at and have an issue with are the refs that don't even understand the basics of the game. The ones that don't understand that a flag guard is a flag guard, even if it's a shoulder or an elbow. Anything that blocks that flag from being pulled is a flag guard, intentional or not. And I hate this. I hate to be the one to say that because it's like, oh, I didn't mean to do that. I was in the middle of a spin. I get that, but it will be called a flag guard if the you know the ref knows the rule. And then it's like little rules that like you know you should stay farther back when you're the back line judge and if you're in the end zone you know you should be playing like you know the back of the end zone like if you're in the red zone as a ref you should be playing back of the end zone so you can see the back line it's just little things like that i get me and like where i i just i want to see the refs be able to just understand the basics like if the more complicated calls and the more complicated rules like the whole not being able to throw a pitch in the frozen zone because it's technically frozen and a pitch you know, it needs to be a forward lateral past the line of scrimmage because if it's not past the line of scrimmage, then it's not a forward pass, and then technically you're running the ball. It's little rules like that that get people, and I get that because those are more of the complicated rules that are, it's like, okay, a little confused there, and like, you know, 
sometimes certain refs have arguments, like not arguments on the field, but they'll both confer with each other to see if they, because like the other week, I thought a ball was caught, or I thought a ball wasn't caught, and the other ref thought the ball was caught. Afterwards, during halftime, we had a conversation. I wanted to know what he saw so that I could, you know, have a betting, better understanding of why he thought it was a catch. And then after he explained it, he, if, if I saw it from the angle he saw it, I, I probably would have called it he, the way he did. But the way I saw it was I thought he bobbled the ball. But from his angle, he had possession of the ball. And when he turned was when he lost possession of the ball. So that turn, it's not a football move anymore. That turn in itself with him having possession of the ball... That established that established like the fact that he had the ball and it was a catch and the fact that he dropped it right there the ball should have been called dead but it should have been called a catch so you know it's little conversations that these referees have and everything that you know you want to be able to have in between each other and when they have these conversations it makes the game better because it's not just two refs conferring with each other over different games it's two refs taking you know each other's opinions and making sure that the game is called correctly so that's what I like about when the game is like refed correctly i don't know I, i've just been you know having a big issue with the fact that we we the, cer certain refs just it, it, it's the fact that they know the calls are wrong but then will only admit to it afterwards and it's like you could have fixed that call mid i don't know anyways moving on so we had Renegades versus Black Panthers was the final game of the 7th for the East, and you had that game go 27-20 to in favor of the Renegades. It seems, like I said, that Black Panthers are having a really, really rough time this season. It's, they've taken two L's back-to-back, -back, and um, their only win is over the Grape Apes um, back in the first week, so I don't even know if the Grape Apes had their full team. So Then we're going to move on to the West Division. Uh, again, back on Halloween, you had Militia win by forfeit. Over the friendly gentleman, 6 nothing. Then you had Vicious and Delicious. Or I think it was by forfeit, because that's normally what the 6 nothing games are. I'm assuming. Again, I don't know. Maybe they just won 6 nothing. Who knows? And then you had Vicious and Delicious play TF rating. Vicious and Delicious ended up coming out on top of that one, 26-8. They were kind of having a field day. It could have probably been ran up a little bit more, but they started screwing around, trying to throw a couple deep balls and, you know, fucking with the, the team that is TF rating, because they get very aggravated sometimes. Uh, then you had one hit wonders versus the rejects. One hit wonders ended up winning that one, forty to twenty six. It was uh, it was a rough time. Joe, Joe had a Joe played two games that day, and uh, this was his third game. You know, and playing three games as quarterback is a lot, especially when you run as much as he do he does. So you know, it was a rough one. But one hit wonders deserved that win. They ended up winning, like I said, forty twenty six. Good game. And then you had great babes versus Deberg. They ended up winning forty three to thirty five. It seems like. Deberg is a team that's not doing very well as of right now, because uh, then you had Vicious and Delicious play Deberg uh, the following week, and they ended up winning 62-25. to They ended up winning by almost a 40-point margin. That's kind of ridiculous. So, uh, yeah, Deberg seems to be a, uh, a struggling franchise as of right now. We'll see if they're able to rebound. Then you had TF Rating versus the Friendly Gentlemen. I thought TF rating were going to get the first win of the season, but Friendly Gentlemen ended up coming out on top of this one. So Friendly Gentlemen are either starting to play a little bit better or TF rating absolutely suck. I don't know what's going on with you guys. Let's figure it out. Let's get that dub next week, guys. Let's go. Playing great babes. You guys got this. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? All right. Then you had the one-hit wonders versus the Militia. That was a very, very, very well-fought game from what I heard. Um, there was a little bit of an iffy call from what I heard, and then a bad ball thrown for a final interception. 
Um, Militia ended up securing that one 21-20. And then you had the Grape Apes versus the Rejects in the final game of that week. And the Grape Apes ended up losing to Rejects 29-16. Um, Rejects played a very well-fought game. I think the refereeing was a little iffy in that game, but, you know, it is what it is at this point. We move on. It's the next week. Shit happens. We're not going to dwell on it. Um, then we're going to move into the matchups for the following week, or this Sunday, which is tomorrow, since I'm doing this thing on Saturday. So um, we have the up-and-coming matchups for the Gold Division, or the North. You have the Moneymakers versus Plan B. I think this is going to be the battle of the Titans in this division. I think Plan B and Moneymakers are the two teams to beat as of right now. So whoever ends up winning this one, I think, will be the uh, the head of the division as of right now. Then you have the Outlaws with the doubleheader. They play pass and TDs and then the Monstars. That's going to be a hard day for them because both teams are very well put together and have a lot of speed to them. So the fact that they have a lot of speed, they will be running around a lot and playing a doubleheader after playing, you know, a team that's very well put together is it's very difficult. So having to go from a team that's well put together to a team with a lot of speed, it's going to be a really, really rough day for the uh, Outlaws. And then that's really all the matchups for the Gold Division. Uh, we only have three and two of them involve the Outlaws. And then we're moving on to the South. You have the Miami Sharks versus Dr. D. I think Dr. D end up winning this one. Miami Sharks have shown that they're able to score and everything, but Dr. D have been playing very well. Then you have going deep versus pray for snow in the crossover game. I don't know if this means going deep might move up because, you know, they're playing a crossover game or if Gary's just giving them a crossover game and thinks that they'll be able to compete. But you have going deep versus pray for snow. That's going to be a great game. Um... Outlaws vs. Monstars is a crossover game because the Monstars are in silver. We talked about that game. Then you have Pray for Snow playing a doubleheader versus 732. Um, hopefully, Pray for Snow can pick up a dub here, but I possibly think that 732 might come out on top of this one. I'm not sure as of yet, but we'll see how they're able to play. Um, then you have Pylon Pythons versus Royalty. I'm going to give this one to Pylon this week. Hopefully, I don't curse them and they actually take their first dub or, or first loss or anything. But, you know, Pylon have been rolling through. Royalty have been struggling a little bit the past couple of weeks. So, we'll see how they end up playing against Pylon Pythons. We'll see if Pylon Pythons are able to steamroll through this team like they have been the division. Or if Royalty is able to put up a, uh, a good front on defense and able to score a couple touchdowns. Then moving on to the East, you have your first game of the day. Show us your TDs versus Spartans at 9 a.m. That's going to be a shootout. I can't wait to play that game. Then Going Deep has a, oh, they have a double header crossover. So they play Going Deep versus the Phantoms, and then Going Deep plays Prairie for Snow. If they end up winning both those games, I think Going Deep should possibly move up simply because they're going to beat the top, the second top team with them. Like they're. Going Deep and Phantoms are basically the two top teams in this division as of right now, even though we've beaten the Phantoms record-wise, you know. Phantoms and Going Deep are top two teams as of right now, and if they're able to beat the Phantoms and then beat Prey for Snow, a team that's in the division above them, I think that merits a move up, but again, we'll see how what Gary ends up doing. And then you have the Phantoms playing a doubleheader against the Black Panthers. They play at 11-1. So they'll be playing the Black Panthers at 1 o'clock. We'll see if they're able to take two dubs on the day or if they're going to go 1-for-1 one one or even 0-for-2. We'll, we'll see how the day turns out for them. Then at 1 o'clock also you have Revenge Tour versus Renegades. And that is the final game for the West Division as of right now. Um, I think the Renegades come out on top of this one. Though Revenge Tour have been playing a little bit better. And, you know, getting a couple dubs under their belt. I just don't see Revenge Tour taking out Renegades, who are a well-put-together team and have been playing well so far this season. 
Then in the East Division or the Copper Division, whatever you want to call it, you have Friendly Gentlemen versus Militia. I think Militia end up coming out on top of this one, though Friendly Gentlemen have been playing a little bit better. Militia are a well-put-together team. Um, they're actually one of the old teams from, they're like one of the older teams when I say that is like they've been in the league forever. Like when we had a team called Triangle Out like three, four years ago or something like that, they were still in the division as another team. Oh, someone told me the name. I forget the name of them though. But yeah, they have a quarterback who literally smokes bogeys on the field. It's the funniest thing on earth. And then at 10, you have the Rejects versus Vicious and Delicious. That's going to be a big game for both teams, Vicious and Delicious 3-0 right now. Rejects are 2-1, and and they've always had a pretty decent rivalry. But Rejects will be without their starting quarterback, Joe Sansone, so it is going to be a rough one for Rejects this week. And then you have Grape Apes versus TF Rating at 2 p.m. later on in the day at Beer Street, and we'll see how if TF Rating can end up picking up their first dub or if Grape Apes, you know, shut them down again. And that is it for the matchups that are coming up this week. So what we're going to go do is we're going to go over the standings in the North Gold Division. You have Plan B. Oh, you only have four teams in the Gold Division. That's why there's only three games this week. So you have Plan B versus Moneymakers. Um, Plan B, or sorry, Plan B at 3-0. Then you have Moneymakers at 2-1. Pass and TDs at 2-1 and, and Outlaws at 1-1 one one as of right now. So it seems like this may be how the standings may sit for the rest of the season. In my opinion, Moneymakers and Passing TDs may flop back and forth. If Plan B can beat Moneymakers, I think they'll stay on top for the rest of the season. Uh, moving into the south, you have Pylon Pythons at 3-0. Dr. D at 2-1. Tied at 1-2, you have Royalty and Miami Sharks. And then 7-3-2 and Pray for Snow, both at 0-2. Monstars at 0-3, all the way at the bottom. As of right now, it seems like it's Pylon Python's division. We'll see if Dr. D is able to do anything against them. We'll see if Royalties... I, I don't know what team's going to be able to stop them as of right now. But um, it seems like Dr. D is the clear second-place team. And we'll see if Royalties able to you know, pick it up from where they've been playing. Because they are a well-put-together team. But they're not performing well as a team as of right now. Miami Sharks have showed that they're able to put up points on the board. But also with a couple rough outings, we'll see if they're able to bounce back. And then 732 Pray for Snow and Monsters are basically praying as of right now. They're, they pray for snow, they're praying for a miracle, they're praying for a win. But we're going to see how they end up performing for the rest of the season. I think the Monsters are a very well put together team, so they should be able to perform better than they have been. And like I said, you have Going Deep and Phantoms at 2 0 at the top of the East standings as of right now. Um, winner of their game, in my opinion, tomorrow is going to show either who. Runs this, runs this division, or who ends up keeping up on top, in my opinion. Um, this is probably one of the more competitive divisions, so the Spartans and Show Us Your TDs both at 2-1. and one. They do have a chance to move up into first and second place. I'm not saying that the Phantoms and Going Deep have a stern lock on, you know, first and second as of right now, and Spartans have lost to the Phantoms. Show Us Your TDs has lost to Going Deep, but, you know, we haven't Spartans haven't played going deep yet, and show us your TDs haven't played Phantoms yet. So we'll see how they, the rest of the season turns out for the uh, top of the leaderboards there. And then more towards the bottom, you have Black Panthers at 1-2, and two, Renegades at 1-2, and two, and Revenge Tour at 1-2. and two. And then finally, you still have Victoria's Secret, who is, I'm pretty sure, out of the league at 0-1. So we'll see if uh, Gary ends up moving up going deep, if they end up taking the 2-0 victory over the... Um, team in our division and then the team moving up so we'll see how that goes we'll see what gary's gonna end up doing 
Um, it would be better seeing as that would leave six teams in our division, and then that would leave one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That would leave eight teams in the South, so it would be an even six and eight at that point in time if Going Deep ends up getting that dub. But we'll see how they end up playing against Phantoms, and then we'll see how they end up playing against Pray for Snow. Then you have, in the West Division, Militia at 3-0 currently, Vicious and Delicious at 3-0. They both have big matchups coming up this week. Rejects at 2-1. If they're able to take out Vicious, they can move into second, even first, depending on how the Militia play this week. Then you have One Hit Wonders at 1-2, Great Babes at 1-2, and, and Friendly Gentlemen at 1-2. All teams that are good teams, they're well put together, they've played together for a while, so we're going to see how they end up doing, we're going to see if they're able to play a little bit better and, you know, maybe move up into the 3-4 slot, maybe even the 2 slot, depending on how they play for the rest of the season, and then at the bottom you have TF rating at 0-3 and DeBerg at 0-3. Um, like I said, they're like pray for snow, they're praying for a win at, right now, at this point in time, and uh, I don't know what's going on with TF rating, they're not the worst team, but they've been... They've only scored 34 points all season. They're having a really rough time. Um, and DeBerg have just been having an issue keeping points off the board. They have 152 points against almost double everybody else in the in their division as of right now. So it seems like they're just having an issue keeping points off the board. Um, so those are the standings as of right now. It seems like everything is equaling out to where we have our first and second seeds and then our middle of the division teams that have a chance to possibly take first and second if they perform a little bit better. But we'll see. I think we still have, if this is week four, I think we have three more weeks because I'm pretty sure it's seven weeks with one doubleheader week and we play eight games. I think that's what it is. And then we move into playoffs. So we'll see how these... Uh, Last few weeks end up playing out. We'll see how the seeding goes. We'll see if Gary ends up locking in divisions or if he ends up moving one of these teams from the east up into the um, south. And, yeah, that's about it for now. Um, hopefully I get to ref a couple more games. Um, I know Gary has a lot of guys that he's trying to get into ref games. As of right now, I think he said he had like 13 guys who were refing this week. So, you know, can't ref every game. But hopefully I get to ref a couple more games. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I do enjoy refing. Refing is like a blast, especially since I get to, you know, call the games as well as I think I can call them. And, you know, I try to keep up with the rules, so I try to keep it fair. And I enjoy watching these teams play, and it's even more fun to watch from, like, a refing perspective because you get to see everything. So, um, but, yeah, it's a great time, and uh, this season's been a lot of fun. The only issue I've really had are the, uh, the poop fields when it rains because you know, Barrett and Bay Cougars apparently don't have irrigation on their field, just like SJV. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, hopefully, we can see some really good matchups this week. I'm really looking forward to a couple of the matchups, actually. I want to see the Outlaws doubleheader. That Phantoms and Going Deep game is going to be big. The Going Deep versus Prime for Snowed game is going to be big. Show Us Your TDs versus Spartans is going to be big. It's going to be a huge week this week, so... I'm excited. I cannot wait to see what happens this week. Um, cannot see. Cannot wait to see how Plan B ends up doing. Cause you know, like I said, if they end up winning this one, they might end up winning the gold division straight out, no losses this year. So we'll see how they end up doing. We'll see if they're able to perform up to the standard that I think they should be performing at this point. Cause they're a very, very well put together team, and they have a lot of you know very talented guys on their team. So I think they. Sh are performing as well as they should be as of right now, and I hope they keep it up. So, all right, I think that wraps it up for this week, guys. We're going to be moving into, like I said, week four. Um, 
I'm excited because, like, you know, this is, like, this and next week, I think, are, like, the deciding weeks. Like, if you're an 0-3 team, you really need a win. If you don't get a win, you're really only fighting for, like, at best, like, fourth, fifth place, maybe, even if you win out for the rest of the season. So, it it's really a do-or-die point in the season for a lot of these teams that are in the lower part of the bracket. And the teams that are in the upper part of the bracket, I think they just need to hold out in standings, make sure that they keep getting the wins. If they're able to keep their wins up, then, you know, I think they'll keep their one, two, and three spots as of right now about where they are. But if some of these top teams end up starting losing and, like, some of these middle division or even bottom division teams start getting these dubs, a lot of, a lot can switch up in just a few weeks, especially since we only have three games under our belt, the fourth game coming up. Even some teams are going to be playing their fifth game with the double header, so it'll be interesting to see how everything goes. But, um... Yeah, let's hope that we get some really good officiating this week. Let's hope the fields are not crap. And I will see you guys tomorrow. I appreciate everybody who listens in. I'm so sorry for missing last week. I'm not going to lie. I was, I woke up after drinking on Friday. Forgot I promised I would take my, grandpa- or my, my grandma and my parents out to lunch. Well, actually, I just said my grandma and my mom. And then it ended up being my grandma and my sister and my dad and my mom. It was a whole big thing. Well, we ended up drinking at lunch, and then I was going to report the podcast when I got home, but I ended up coming home, showering, and going back out, and then showing up to football hungover as fuck to ref at like 9 a.m. Still ref a great game, because, you know, I'm the best, and I, I got the vitamin C, and all, all the, I got the, not the Pedialyte, what's it called, the uh, liquid IV, I was set, I was prepared for my hangover, so, you know, it is what it is, but... We're after a great game, um, and then after that, we moved on to playing for the day. Took one loss, got one win. It was a fun time, but again, like I said, I missed Saturday. I was going to post it, but I honestly am really pissed because I recorded one, and I had it on auto-post, but it didn't end up posting. But it was just a little uh, a little go-over. It, like, it was just the standings beforehand and everything. It wasn't really like an in-depth look at the uh, standings. It wasn't an in-depth look at the matchups or anything. So I didn't want to give you guys like a, a half-assed episode. So I recorded like the the double can, you know, the combined episode today went over what we missed, went over last week, and then we went over this up-and-coming week, went over standings. And uh, like I said, if you guys have any questions or anything, if you guys want to do interviews after games or whatever, I'll be willing to do that. We can post them on the channel and everything because I love to get your involvement in the games. I like to get your... Um, your breakdowns of what happened in the game because I know sometimes there are really close calls, sometimes there are really close plays. Like, like Brandon from One Hit Wonders was able to tell me, you know, it was a, a ball that was thrown right behind, like right behind a defender, and the defender was able to get in front of it, which caused the interception, which ended up sealing the game and ended up securing the loss for you know One Hit Wonders. So it's nice to get insight from all that. I can tell you, you know, there was a bad call or two in my game or whatever, but it. it I'm not going to dwell on that. It wasn't like there were like big plays. Like we just, everybody, they were on both sides, honestly. We both could have scored a lot more points. There were some drop balls. We were just, we both teams were a little off that day, in my opinion. Um, <coughs> but, you know, it happens. So we work towards a better tomorrow, I guess you say. But, uh, yeah, both my teams are looking to get some big dubs this week. And, again, we're going to be posting this podcast every Saturday. Make sure you check out the Facebook page. Uh, I think it's Mammoth Adult Flag Football. You can check out the Instagram, which I think is just Mammoth County Flag Football or Mammoth Flag Football, something like that. You'll see it. You'll see all the videos that Gary posts of all the teams and everything. 
Um, you can follow my Twitter for the podcast where I post all the podcast uh, links and everything. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. I figured out we're on Pandora Podcast. I don't even remember if I submitted that one, but someone did. If it was you, thank you. But um, someone submitted my podcast for Pandora Podcast, and we got accepted there. And then we're also on Podbean. Did I say Spotify? Yeah, I think I said Spotify. But Podbean, too, which is, like, where I actually post everything. But it's able to post to a whole bunch of different apps, which I think is really cool. So, um, yeah, check out the podcast. Check out the Twitter, at Bucket Hat Toe Tap, all singular, at Bucket Hat Toe Tap. Uh, you'll see all the episodes that I post. You'll see I sometimes post polls. Um, talking about, you know, the standings, who you think is going to end up getting first place and everything. I might do a, who do you think is going to take your division post on, um, after these games on Sunday, seeing as, you know, we'll get, we'll see if plan B end up staying 3-0, we'll see if phantoms end up staying 2-0, we'll see if going deep end up moving up, and then I'll see, you know, who everybody thinks is going to end up winning their division, who they think are the powerhouses right now. Hopefully I'll get a couple votes on that, and then, yeah. I'll see you guys next week. I'll see you guys next Saturday. I'm going to record the podcast, I think, on Friday next week um, just so I can, you know, have a little bit more time to edit. But I'm going to record this. I'm going to finish it. I'm just going to post it. We didn't want to take. My dad came upstairs and told my girlfriend that he had pizza and I had to stop recording at one point in time and then, you know, uh, delete that part because I didn't want him to have it. <coughs> ah, I apologize about that, guys. Oh, my allergies have been killing me all week. I, I'm really hoping that my allergies are better by tomorrow because if I'm sniffling on the field, I can't breathe. Like, I cannot breathe through my nose recently. So I'm hoping my nose is a little bit better so, I'm, you know, I'm not mouth breathing during footballs. But, uh, yeah, see you guys Sunday. And like I said, if you guys want me to do the snack stand again, I don't know if that was, like, a thing that anybody actually cared about. I don't yeah, They have, like, their own snack stand there, so I don't know if I'm allowed to do that. I'm really not sure what's going on with that. So, you know... If you guys ever need snacks, I got them in the back of my car. I'll sell them to you for a cheaper price than the guys at the snack stand. No one heard that. Anyways, talk to you guys later. Thank you guys for listening, and I will see you all tomorrow.